Oh, 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Sala Shem, 
Shamot Shalom 
Kopernusen mal buchen. Finde ganze Mischbuche, Aschweiche kuchen. Ah, 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 finde. Bitte, ich dachte, ihr Mama verregen. Wollen nicht in Neuland versagen, denn kein Boson sei sein. Shit, 
Kol 
JM in the AM with Moshe Klein and Bowie Kala. Before that, you heard brand new Sandy Shmueli. That song is called Echad. Liot Karov, brand new from Moshe Silver. Shmuley Unger's latest, Tata Mama. Hinele Kenu and Shteyne Shamot from Yaakov Shweki. Donnie Kunstler's Bayom. Benny Friedman with Shir Hatzdaka. And of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this 23rd of February, the 22nd day in the month of Adar 1, the year 5782. Tough Shin Pei Bays, 59 degrees with 85% humidity. Winds are southwest at 8 miles per hour. Partly cloudy with a high temperature of 66. Then, yeah, 66. Wow. Then tonight, cloudy and a low of 31. <laughs> Clouds tomorrow and a high of 37 degrees. Right now, we're talking about uh, 67 in Yerushalayim, 59 here in New York City, as we say good morning at uh, JM in the AM. And. Um, Last night, Yeshiva University men's basketball team 101 to 66 over Purchase. Uh, they are now in round two of the three round playoff tournament for the Skyline Conference Championship. They will be at home Thursday night, which was not expected, but the results of the other games last night uh, made that happen. So, Yeshiva's uh, home Thursday night, tomorrow night, and um, assuming things continue to well, assuming things that now start to go according to the uh, to the uh, seating, uh, this will likely be their last home game of uh, of 2022, the early part of 2022. The um, that was supposed to be last night, but again, because of uh, the results of the other games, Thursday night, tomorrow night, Yeshiva University is home and uh, has another home playoff game. So, congratulations to Coach Elliot Steinitz and the team. We'll make an effort to get uh, him on the air at some point. Um, pretty cool that the owner of the New England Patriots, Robert Kraft, who has uh, an honorary degree from Yeshiva University, if I'm not mistaken. He was honored at one of their dinners. Uh, he was there at the game last night. He gave a nice little speech before the game. And uh, it was pretty interesting having him there in the arena. A lot of attention this team is getting. A lot of attention. And um, that was really, really cool. A lot of people talking about our conversation yesterday on the air about the uh, Makar event, or more specifically about some of the Jewish music history and trivia that Shia Menlowitz and I were going through. Uh, if you missed it, if you missed it, it's a must listen. It's a must listen. It's been getting around like crazy. Uh, check out the archive section of NahumSiegel.com for yesterday's conversation with Shia Menlowitz. Meanwhile, the event is this coming Sunday night. Shia Menlowitz produces. Yisrael Lamb's the musical director. We've got a uh, a great list already of performers who are going to be on stage for the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show. By the way, in addition to um, uh, the bus information that you can get, uh, for those of you who want to go from Brooklyn to the Tilly Center, that's 347-304-0180. 347-304-0180. You can just go to makarconcert.org, makarconcert, M-A-K-O-R, MakarConcert.org. We were also told that um, we were also told that um, there will be for those who don't have vaccination cards, there will be a rapid test available at the entrance to the arena Sunday night. So keep that in mind. That might be helpful for those who thought they wouldn't be able to get in for whatever reason. So keep that in mind. And uh, again, that could be very helpful for certain people out there. We want to make sure to be uh, in the arena 
Sunday night for the Jewish Music Hall of Fame concert. It's Wednesday, JM in the AM. Later on, we will uh, get to Rabbi uh, Chaim Jackter. He is the author of the book, Bridging Traditions, Demystifying Differences Between Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews. We'll have an opportunity to speak with him. We were supposed to do this a week or two ago, but it looks like now we are confirmed and we're ready to do it uh, coming up. And also, Rabbi Dov Lippman is going to join us from Israel. He'll go through the latest information about travel for uh, tourists to Israel, what we need to know, the rules, regulations, etc., etc. It's all coming up. Keep it here on a... Uh, Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. טב לטב נגן את הניגון שלך, יש לך אחד יפה. תרקוד כאילו העולם שר בשבילך, תראה הלב כבר מתרפא. ורק אל תפחד ליפול, רק אל תפחד לגדול. כל עוד לא הפסקת על החלום, אתה מנצח. כאילו אין מחר לחיית היום, תחזיק רק להיום. כל עוד לא הפסקת על החלום, אתה מנצח. תעוף הכי רחוק שאתה יכול, כי יש בך הכל. Stop, stop, stop. 
I mentioned yesterday the first time I heard that the Gaula Nigun by Eitan Katz, which is brand new, was at a TABC Kumsitz a couple of months ago, and uh, it was just spectacular. So big shout out to Eitan Katz, big shout out to TABC uh, in uh, Teaneck, New Jersey. As I recall, the first time I heard that great Nigun, Lenny Solomon, brand new, Shoshanat Yaakov, Yesh Bechahakol, that was Akiva here at JM in the AM. It's brand new as well. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Listen to Yona says, good morning. Thanks for the awesome music. Keeps me rocking on Rikers. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, listener Chaya again gives the musical suggestions for the Rabbi Jackter interview, Shvashkenaz and Yalili. Yeah, I think she's right about that. Uh, listener Tikva is tuned into JMM while working from home in Israel. Thank you, Tikva. And listener Schwiger. Says Boker Toe from sunny South Florida. So glad to be tuned in and already enjoying. Looking forward to a fabulous program as always. Schwiger, thank you. At Rafua Shlema and feel great. Unbelievable. Schwiger is uh, bouncing back very quickly, to say the least. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Because if we have love in our hearts and I have faith, trusting you, then we'll find a hope. We'll find a hope. Finding the balance between me and you, finding what we love to do, seeking the path, longing for passion that makes me and you. Roads can be winding. Climbing. 
JM in the AM. Wednesday morning with Home, done by the Solomon Brothers. A lot of great music this hour, I must say. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Our friends at Makar getting ready for Sunday's event, the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show. If you missed our conversation yesterday with Shia Menlowitz, lots of uh, interesting trivia, to say the least. A lot of uh, reminiscing, a lot of nostalgia. And there's no doubt that Sunday night will be uh, <laughs> full of nostalgia and full of musical reminiscences. Uh, information, makarconcert.org, M-A-K-O-R concert.org. As we mentioned earlier, for those without vaccination cards, there will be rapid tests available at the entrance. So they're trying to cover all the bases in terms of everybody who wants to be in that arena, uh, to be in the arena on Sunday night. Uh, so that's what's happening uh, with the Makar event on Sunday. Information again, makarconcert.org. Former Israeli Supreme Court Justice Gavriel Bach a prosecutor in the 1961 trial of Nazi war criminal Adolf Eichmann has died at the age of 94. Um, the Israeli Judiciary Authority announced his passing on Friday. Uh, he was born in Germany, fled the country with his family in October of 1938, ends up being a prosecutor in the 1961 trial of Nazi war criminal Adolf Eichmann. Wow. Gabriel Bach, 94 years old, former Israeli Supreme Court Justice, uh, has passed away. Wednesday morning, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, NachumSegal Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Rabbi Chaim Jackter is going to join us. The brand-new book is called Bridging Traditions, Demystifying Differences Between Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews. We'll do that at 8 o'clock or in the 8 o'clock hour, the top of the 8 o'clock hour this morning. And Rabbi Dove Lippman is going to join us. He's got the latest in terms of rules and regulations for those who are trying to get into Israel. So he'll brief us on that uh, coming up here at JM in the AM. All right. That's what we got. Got lights on the background. Do our news from Israel coming up. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more, old-world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more, and modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no-nitrate-added, reduced-fat, and reduced-sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Yesterday, I was sent an entire list. i got to follow up on it. I was sent an entire list of brand-new uh, art scroll releases, uh, both uh, things that have come out in the last few days last couple of weeks and uh, items that are due out in the next couple of weeks. And we have a lot of great material to go over and to feature here at JMNAM. You know the rule when you go to artscroll.com to check out the brand new brand new books, brand new Svarim, uh, always use promo code radio. When you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. Your free shipping, your big discount is all waiting for you if you use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Congratulations to Yeshiva University Maccabees. The men's basketball team took round one of the Skyline Conference playoffs last night with Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, in the Max Stern Athletic Center. Next game is Thursday night, and believe it or not, it's going to be at home. We didn't think it would be at home with the way the seedings worked out, but because of the results, the way they went last night throughout the conference, YU is home this Thursday night. Um, could be the last opportunity to see them at home this season, frankly. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM.
בירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, באולפן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. המשבר בקואליציה, לאחר ההחלטה של כחול לבן להמשיך בחרם ההצבעות, יושבת ראש מפלגת העבודה, השרה מרב מיכאלי, מאשימה אצל יעל דן בגלי צה"ל ואומרת, התנהלותו של גנץ היא חמורה ושערורייתית. זה ששר הביטחון שבר את הכלים, אכן אני חושבת שזה חמור ושערורייתי. אין שום סיבה, כשמשהו לא מתנהל בדיוק לפי מה שבא לך ברגע מסוים, לבוא ולשבור את הכלים, מה שהוא עושה הוא מעשה חסר תקדים, לא עשה את זה אף. גורם בקואליציה לפניו. אני לא מבינה את ההתנהלות הזאת, אני לא מבינה למה הוא מייצר משבר בכזה סדר גודל. כתב הנור פוליטי יובל שגב דיווח כי ראש הממשלה בנט נפגש היום עם חבר מפלגתו, השר, סגן השר אביר קארה, במטרה למנוע את התנגדותו לחוק, הגדלת הפנסיות לאנשי הקבע, ודן איתו בהטבות לעצמאים בתמורה. ברקע המשבר הפוליטי, ראש הממשלה בנט, שר החוץ לפיד ושר הביטחון גנץ נועדים בשעה זו על מנת לגבש את העמדה הישראלית סביב המתיחות במזרח אירופה. כתבתנו המדינית, מוריה אסרף וולברג. לאחר שבמשרד החוץ גיבשו את עמדתם, כעת הדרג המדיני מכריע איך ישראל תגיב על צעדיה של רוסיה. בדיון נוכחים ראש הממשלה, שר החוץ, שר הביטחון ומנכ"ל משרד החוץ בשבועות האחרונים. ישראל נמנעה מלהתבטא פומבית נגד רוסיה, זאת בשל החשש מפגיעה בחופש הפעולה. בגזרה הצפונית, חופש פעולה שמומש על פי פרסומים זרים רק הלילה, כעת בדחיפת האמריקנים, ישראל תצטרך לגבש מדיניות ברורה. בתוך כך האיחוד האירופי אישר חבילת עיצומים נגד רוסיה שייכנסו לתוקף באישור שר החוץ של המדינות החברות. כתב חדשות החוץ טל שנהב מציין כי החבילה צפויה לכלול צעדים נגד שר ההגנה הרוסי ונגד חברי פרלמנט רוסיים שתמכו בהכרה בעצמאותן של לוגנסק ודונייצק. בית הדין האזורי לעבודה בירושלים דחה את תביעתה של עובדת מעון ראש הממשלה לשעבר שירה רבן שהגישה תביעה נגד שרה נתניהו בגין התעמרות מדווח כתבנו איתי שרי בית הדין קבע כי גרסתה של רבן אינה מהימנה ושלא הוכח שאכן הייתה התנהגות מתעמרת מצד נתניהו עוד עמד בית המשפט על כך שרבן עבדה פחות מחודש במעון ראש הממשלה ולכן גם אם הייתה התנהגות מתעמרת היא לא בוצעה באופן מתמשך כתב אישום יוגש נגד תושב נוף הגליל באשמה שדקר למוות את אשתו שהייתה בחודש החמישי להריונה, מדווח כתבנו בצפון הדר גיציס. רסמיה ברבור בת ה-28 נמצאה ללא רוח חיים בביתה בנוף הגליל כשהייתה בחודש החמישי להריונה. מחקירת המשטרה עולה כי בעלה דקר אותה 50 דקירות בכל חלקי גופה באמצעות ארבע סכיני מטבח שונים, כל זאת לעיני בנם בן השלוש. הבוקר ניתנה הצהרת תובע באמצעות פרקליט... מחוז הצפון ויוגש כתב אישום נגד החשוד ובקשה להאריך את מעצרו עד תום ההליכים. המשטרה עצרה 27 חשודים מארגון הפשיעה של בני שלמה בזכות סוכן סמוי שהסתנן לארגון, כתבנו בדרום רמי שני. בדרום ובנגב נעצרו עשרות בני אדם בחשד לסחר בסמים והשתייכות לארגון פשע של בני שלמה. המעצרים התאפשרו בעקבות הפעלת סוכן סמוי שביצע במשך קרוב לשנה עסקאות מתועדות והביא להשגת ראיות כלפי החשודים במטרה לפגוע באופן קשה בצינור הזרמת הכספים לארגון. החשודים שנעצרו יובלו ובואו בהמשך לדיון בהארכת מעצרם בבית משפט שלום בלכיש. ומזג האוויר למחר, ירידה ניכרת בטמפרטורות, לקראת הצהריים יחל לרדת גשם מקומי ברוב האזורים. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
JM in the AM with Lipa here on a uh, <laughs> here on a what is today Wednesday morning. Mitoch shalom lishma. So we'll just call that lishma, right? That's what we'll call it. Lipa selection lishma. Uh, Miami, that's uh, a group that's now included, as you heard yesterday, 
uh, in the uh, Makar event for this coming Sunday night. Miami with uh, Marun. Yoni Z to open up the hour with Halleluca. Sending that out to a uh, special Yoni Z fan who um, asked me yesterday about my opinion about Yoni Z, and I had a very, very favorable opinion. I think he's a great performer. Wednesday morning, jam in the AM with 59 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 66. Clouds tonight, low 31, and tomorrow cloudy and a high of 37. 67 in Yerushalayim, 59 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Um, our community calendar online, go to NahumSiegel.com, click on community calendar. The Sea Landsbaum Noah Solomon event at the bitter end for tonight is up there, so you can get information about what's happening this evening. The Jewish Music Hall of Fame show for Sunday, that's up there. So you can see the uh, flyer and uh, check out the information. Also, the Lander College Hagasmicha ceremony we spoke about with Ray Bamberger on the air. That's up there as well for March the 6th. So check out the community calendar section, NahumSiegel.com. And you'll have uh, info about all those events. A uh, brand new one. One of my family members alerted me to this yesterday. A brand new one. Vizakani with uh, Benny Friedman and Baruch Levine. Um, on the video, it says, Hold on tight. Vizakani featuring Benny Friedman and Baruch Levine. This is JM in the AM. empty, we languish in gallows, 
with only our faith aglow. Our silent hopes and whispered prayers echoing painfully the dream in our hearts yet to grow. So many times, Arachamon, who is a Kainu, for that day, a home of our own. Offered every tear we have, done all there is to do, but we know we're not in this Jam in the AM. Song called Hold On Tight, Vizakeni, featuring Benny Friedman and Baruch Levine. Brand new. Brand new here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, we've got uh, Rabbi Dove Lipman who's going to join us. 
give us an update on the rules and regulations about getting into Israel. Rabbi Chaim Jackter is author of the book Bridging Traditions, Demystifying Differences Between Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews. It's a Magid OU Press release. And he'll join us at the top of the 8 o'clock hour to discuss Sephardim and Ashkenazim. <laughs> Demystifying the di- I didn't realize there was a mystifying difference between Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews. Anyway, we'll uh, have that for you coming up 8 o'clock this morning right here at JM in the AM. Uh, a couple of brand new ones I wanted to uh, point out from Artscroll and Artscroll.com. Reb Aaron Lieb on Purim and Megillas Esther, compiled by Reb Avram Yishayo Steinman. Uh, that's a brand new one. You'll check that out at Artscroll.com. Uh, Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, a book about Rabbi Yitzchak Shiner. Um... That's a, a new one as well. Rav Chaim Kanievsky on Shaduchim. We've mentioned that on the air more than once. Living Amuna 6 is out there. Make Your Brachas Meaningful. Rabbi Handler is out there. Rabbi Yaakov Bender on your Chinuch Questions Answers. Chinuch for today. Um, check it all out. Go to artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com. You know the rule. Always use promo code radio. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Um... I want to mention, according to uh, a note I just got regarding the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show for Sunday night, the Tilly Center is requesting attendees bring a vaccine card and a negative BC- PCR. And they've arranged rapid PCR tests, which will be available on the site. There's free parking. The concert will start at 730 sharp. And those are some of the updates regarding Sunday night for the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show. So we'll try to clarify that in terms of the neg- negative PCR. But they have arranged for rapid PCR tests. That'll be available on the site. Again, there's free parking there. Concert will begin at 7.30 sharp. Keep that in mind as uh, we get set for Sunday night in the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Mishnah, Hu Haya Omer, Rabbi Yaakov and Kashi said, Better is a moment, an hour of tovim in good deeds, in this world, more than the entire world to come. Rav Yosef ben Yoezer was once being led to his death. Yoyokum, the Russia, rode by on a beautiful horse. Yoyokum began to taunt him, Look at me. And look at you. I'm riding on a beautiful horse while you at Sadik are following me. Is this the reward for all of your Yerashamayim, your fear of Hashem? Rabbi Yosef ben Yoezer said, If this is your portion in this world, can you imagine what the Tzadikim will have in Olamaba? With each passing moment, Rabbi Yosef was speaking with Yoyakum. He was convincing him of the Simcha of Olam is superior to any of the pleasures of this world. Suddenly, Yoyakum, that had been a Russia up until that point, in order to get rid of all of his sins, accepted the four types of punishment that the court can administer. Rabbi Yossi called out within a brief moment, Yoyakum succeeded in preceding me to Olam Abba. Yafesh Someone once came to a busher of Stalin. 
He was in a state of despair. He said, I tell you the truth, I did a lot of Averos Chamuros. I did a lot of bad things. And according to what it's written in the Svarim, I may have lost my chilek in Olam Haba, my portion in the world to come. Tshuva will not be mezakami. I will not be able to properly do tshuva. The Rebbe said, hurry up and do tshuva. Don't worry about all of your chashbonos, all of the things in your mind, all of the logic, whether you can count on going to Olam Haba or not. It says in Perkyavos, even if you have an hour of repentance in this world, it is more choshu, it is more important than the whole olam haba. Indeed, every individual is able to do tshuva in this world. It's because of that moment of tshuva that a person can erase all the bad in their life. Rabbi Yitzchuk once met a notorious Balavera. He was traveling on the road. Rebbe Yitzchuk walked over to him and said, My beloved brother, you have no idea how jealous I am of you. You don't even realize it. You have such a treasure that you carry with you. If you would only put your heart to do tshuva to repent, all of the averis, all the sins you have done, will become schuyos, will become merits. There will be no tzaddik as great as you, because no tzaddik could have so many merits. The words of the tzaddik had an effect, and the man did tshuva shalema. He repented fully. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. JM in the AM Wednesday, Rabbi Dov Lipman is with us live via telephone. He's the founder of Yadla Olim, and he has been updating us regularly regarding the latest rules and regulations for tourists who want to visit Israel. And as we know, uh, now there's a specific uh, set of guidelines. March 1st, I believe uh, there'll be other sets of guidelines. Let's see if we can get this straightened out. Rabbi Dov Lipman, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM and the AM. Nachum, great to be with you. Sounds like it's busy over there. What could you tell us uh, in terms of the current status of those who want to visit Israel from the diaspora? So I'm actually uh, speaking to you from the Knesset, where there's a lot of action going on on this issue. So the much-awaited re- true reopening of Israel's borders is now scheduled for March 1st. Anyone can enter Israel, vaccinated, not vaccinated, recovered, not recovered, and there's no pre-approval that's necessary. We're still working on the exact details of what will be required in terms of what the testing before flights will be at the moment. It's important for everyone to know that at the moment, the rule will be that anyone who's not Israeli is going to have to take a PCR test within 72 hours of their flight to Israel. Uh, I'm involved in a little bit of a battle to try to get that to uh, apply to antigen tests uh, closer to the flight as well, because I know that'll make it a lot easier uh, for many people. And there will be some kind of entry form. We're working very hard with the health ministry to make it simple, straightforward, not complicated, so that uh, there won't be any obstacles or challenges as people try to come. What will be the procedure once someone lands in Ben Gurion Airport? So this is important, and, and, and I've, I've been very consistent from, from the last few months telling people this. Uh, Israel requires every single person who lands in Israel 
to take a PCR test. There are no exceptions to that whatsoever. Even someone who has recently recovered from corona uh, must take a PCR test. The quarantine time once a person comes is up to 24 hours or once you get your negative PCR test back. If a person uh, tests positive on their test when they land, uh, they will have five days, a minimum of five days of quarantine. People have to just take that into account when they're traveling, that there is a percentage of people who do arrive here, have no symptoms, and uh, suddenly test positive, and they will have a minimum of five days. If you did recover from corona within the last 90 days, you can contact us at Yad Olim, and we'll help get you out of the quarantine if you tested positive once you arrived because the authorities understand that you tested positive because of the recent corona uh, that you had. But everyone should at least take into account the possibility that you could, again, it's less and less as time is going on and we're leaving the Omicron uh, crisis, but it, there is always a possibility that you will test positive when you arrive and then it's a minimum of five days of quarantine. So, I mean, the, the, it sounds like two basic differences. Number one, there'll be less paperwork likely, right? That, that's the first difference. And the second is that uh, usually uh, vaccine status matters, and now it seems vaccine status will not matter in the process. That's correct. At the moment, there's no distinction being made between those who are vaccinated or not. We were involved for a long time in trying to get Israel to accept recoveries from the United States and other Western countries. There was a lot, there were a lot of issues involved with that because of the potential for forged documents and uh, a lack of trust on that front. So the decision was made, given the situation worldwide and given the situation in Israel, to open the doors uh, to everyone. I also do caution everybody. Uh, the prime minister, when he made the announcement, was very clear that they'll be monitoring the situation both in Israel and abroad. And the time could come when, for some reason, they'll feel the need to close those borders. Uh, again, and that's just something that everyone should always be conscious of. Certainly check with us at yadlolim.org if you want to uh, get a sense for what the rules are at any particular time that you want to travel. But the good news is that especially now leading up to Pesach and hopefully, hopefully, potentially leading up to the summer, uh, the borders are open for anyone who wants to travel just with the testing pre-flight and, and post-flight post-flight involved. Rabbi Dov Lipman is with us. Information at Yad Lim, especially if you have a specific case, you can email them through the website. Um, I, I, I assume that if there's no new variant, and I know it's only February, uh, as I ask about the entire 2022, I get that it's only February, <laughs> but the way things sound right now, if let's, let's just say for argument's sake there's no new variant, nonetheless, it sounds like these rules that you just described are likely going to be in effect for quite a while. Absolutely. That's definitely the intent. That's definitely the goal. Uh, there's been a joint effort. I mean, certainly we've been very involved. I'm, I'm in the Knesset almost daily advocating and pushing and in touch with the authorities. We're very thankful to Tourism Minister Yoel Razbazov, who has been very helpful. Certainly Interior Minister Yela Chaked has, has really wanted to open the doors and understands uh, what really understands uh, the challenge that has faced uh, Jews around the world who have wanted to come to Israel and have gotten so used to just coming to Israel when they wanted to, and, and then they had all these barriers. And there's definitely a desire uh, to try to keep it this way. And, and hopefully uh, this attempt will be successful and there won't be any reason uh, to have to uh, turn things back. And then the question will be, you know, at what point do they do away with the testing pre-flight and at what point do they do it away with the testing post-flight? They will take some time uh, until that happens. Uh, but I and I certainly understand the caution that the authorities are taking. But that's certainly the goal, and uh, we certainly hope that the momentum will keep up in this direction. 
All right, that's the latest, yadlalim.org, correct? That would be the website? Absolutely, and there you can sign up also for our updates so you don't have to scramble around. We send them right to people's emails directly, and uh, you know, the moment there's anything official of any level, whether it's opening things up or closing things back, uh, and we certainly can reach us via the website if you have any specific questions about your, your particular situation. It sounds like things are getting easier, but still people need to know what the rules are in order to be as, as least frustrated as possible. <laughs> Absolutely. We always say that good to know what's going on, good to be aware, good to prepare properly. We'll help guide you through that, and then hopefully the process will be as smooth as possible. Uh, Rabbi Dov Lippman is founder of Yad Lim. That's the update, folks. March 1st, very significant date in terms of tourism and visiting Israel. Uh, Rabbi Lippman, I thank you very much for joining us, and have a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you so much, Nachum. You too, and to all the listeners. Dashcham to everybody in Israel. More coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.
love someone with all your heart and soul, you want to take a look at what they're looking at at that moment. Havas Hashem, loving the Rebona would mean that we would want to look at what God is looking at at this very moment. The Torah tells us that there's one thing that God doesn't take his eyes off of for one second all year long. Eretz asher eini Hashem elakechaba mireishis hashana v'adachris hashana Eretz akodesh His amazing performance for Kosher Halftime Show 2022. Rip Shlomo Katz, of course, here at JM in the Miami. Yehuda Greens, Yehuda's Nigun. You heard Rebone. Uh, that was the Gifter family around the piano here at JM in the AM. couple of comments on the app. I knew that Schwiger would comment. <laughs> she says, of course, I have to comment. What a treat to hear around the piano with the Gifters still bursting with pride. It's a major refua maker. Todaraba. I was hoping it would uh, speed your recovery. Uh, quarantine rules in Israel after March 1st, according to, that's a question on the app, according to what Rabbi Lipman said, I believe if you test positive in Israel, it's a five-day quarantine. And listener Terry says, call Akavod to Dove Lipman and Yadlo Lim for all they've done throughout the COVID crisis as a commuter. I wait for all his posts to know how to pivot. Yeah, there you go. J.A. Morris says, stunning song Baruch and Benny. Wow, that's the Vizakani selection that we did in the uh, 7 o'clock hour this morning. Well, this hour, right? This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage in Delhi is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today when you go to kosherdogs.net. You get a 10% discount with promo code radio. Keep that in mind. Rabbi Chaim Jackter, the book is called Bridging Traditions. He'll join us coming up. Plenty more on a Wednesday morning as we get set for Sunday night's Jewish Music Hall of Fame concert. If you haven't yet uh, heard the interview from yesterday with Shia Menlowitz, it was a good one. A lot of good reminiscences, a lot of good uh, nostalgia. Uh, it's in the archive section at NahumSiegel.com. We are highly recommending it. Rafael Malul, JM in the AM. <laughs> Hashem <laughs>
Getting clarification. Uh, first of all, you heard Zusha with the Nigun Waltz. That's brand new with Eitan Katz. Rafal Malul Hadaga. Uh, Nigun Nevo was done by Shlomo Katz. All right. Uh, we were just getting confirmation on what was uh, somewhat confusing earlier this morning. Here's the story. If you're attending the show this coming Sunday at the Tilly Center, the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show for Makar, the Makar event, uh, it's not a matter of and, it's a matter of or. You need a vaccine card with two vaccines. Booster not necessary to be on there. You have to prove that you had you know the, the round the, the round of two vaccines. You need a vaccine card or or a negative PCR uh, 72 hours within the event. Again, negative PCR 72 hours within the event. If you have neither, if you have neither, there will be a, a booth on the spot for rapid PCRs. It'll be free if you have insurance. And if you have neither of what I just said, if you don't have a uh, a um, a, um, a vaccine card, if you don't have a negative PCR test, then you'll be able to take a rapid right there on the spot. And again, if you have insurance, it'll be absolutely free. So that's the update. That is the story regarding uh, the Makar event this coming Sunday. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi Chaim Jackter is with us live via telephone. The brand new book is a Magid OU Press release. It's called Bridging Traditions, Demystifying Differences Between Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews. Rabbi Chaim Jachter has earned an international reputation as a GET administrator, consultant for community Erevin, and a prolific writer. His ten books include a series of four well-received volumes entitled Gray Matter on contemporary topics in Jewish law. We've interviewed Rabbi Jachter on those. A veteran teacher of Judaic studies at Torah Academy of Bergen County. Shout out to TABC. Rabbi Jachter also serves as spiritual leader of Congregation Shari Ora, the Sephardic Congregation of Teaneck, and Dion and the Beth Din of Elizabeth. He has lectured on subjects of significance in the areas of Jewish law, thought, and studies at a wide variety of venues worldwide. Rabbi Chaim Jachter, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. So great to be here, Nachum. Are you a natural Ashkenazi or Sephardi? <laughs> from, 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 birth, from birth, what is Rabbi Chaim Jachter? <laughs> I have 0% Sephardic blood. I am a descendant of the Ramah. So that's, uh, I guess that's Hashem's sense of humor uh, when a descendant of the Ramah serves as the rabbi of a Sardic congregation for more than 20 years. Can we start with that? Because you're not the only one. There are other, uh, let's call them crossovers in the Jewish world, where the leaders of Sephardic congregations are, in fact, Ashkenazic rabbis, or rabbis of Ashkenazic background, and leaders of Ashkenazic community, uh, communities and congregations uh, could be led by those of Sephardic background. Is there, 
Is this generational? Is this only now? Has this happened in Jewish history constantly? What what can you tell us about what we think is an aberration? Well, the truth is it's not. You have uh, the Rush, who fled from Germany in the 14th century, and he moved to Spain, so he became a rabbi in Spain. You have the Chacham Tzvi, who also, uh, who also served uh, Spartac, an Ashkenazi service Spartac community, so it's not uh, particularly new. Uh, I love the Rush's son, the Tour. Everybody loves the Tour, but the, I have a spe- specific affinity for, uh, for uh, children of, of, uh, of Ashkenazi rabbis who served Spartac communities and to see them doing so well. Interesting. So I guess we could say it doesn't matter, huh? It's all about the rabbi and the congregation. If it works, it works. That's really true, but I think it goes to something even more deep, and that is that it's it's really, it's, when you think about it, and this is after 20 years of reflection, uh, when you really, really look deep at a Sephardic congregation, uh, as an Ashkenazi that comes to a Sephardic congregation or a Sephardic Jew that comes to an Ashkenazi congregation, when you really, really think about it, is fundamentally we really are one people, and it's 95 percent the same. What shouldn't shock you is the differences. What should what should really shouldn't just shock you. Should find staggering is that it's it's so in common despite the fact that we were apart for so many years. We've maintained the traditions and we remain one people. Yeah, no question about that. Or by Chaim Jackers with us live via telephone. Bridging traditions is the name of the book. Um, you know, there's. I don't know how to put this because I'm not confident that it's that it's a, a general impression. It might just be an impression that the people in my circle have always been under. Um, there, there, there always seems to be a jealousy. Maybe that's the wrong word by the Ashkenazi community of the of the what often is viewed as a higher spiritual aspect to the Sephardic community, uh, the way they daven. Uh, more communally uh, very often, especially during the week, than Ashkenazim do. Uh, The liturgy itself, which if you analyze it, I think it would be fair to say is often more beautiful or more poetic than the Ashkenazic liturgy. I'm not trying to start a, (laughs) I'm not trying to start trouble here, but I'm just, (laughs) but but I'm just wondering if, you know, what your, what your feeling, look, you're, you're from an Ashkenazic background. Uh, Can I assume that a lot of the Sephardic traditions that now you're a part of because you're a leader of the congregation, you know, are, are tremendous positives in your religious life? I, I would say that, that we should love both, we should, we should embrace both, and to speak about one being better than the other. No, it's, it's not really better, it's just like when we're learning, we're trained, you learn Tosus, you learn the Rambam, Tosus Ashkenaz, Rambam is Sephardi, and together they make a beautiful symphony. And uh, there's, there's a tremendous, tremendous beauty, an un, un, unending beauty to, 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 the, to, to Ashkenaz and to Sephardic, and, and both are, uh, are just have have Hashem just permeated uh, throughout both of them equally. So um, I, I should assume that there are members of the Sephardic community who have some jealousy for some of the Ashkenazic traditions as well. <laughs> we have some Sephardim that like a filter fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was driving at, but I hear what you're saying. All right, maybe I made too big of a deal of that, but I do think that uh, it is interesting to look at. And I know that this is not your concentration. Your concentration is more on, on traditions and, uh, and and you know the way we handle special days differently. And we'll talk about the book in a second, but... I just I think there's always been this impression that there is a um, uh, a, a more of a again I keep using the word poetic, uh, but more of a um, um, 
more of a poetic liturgy in the Sephardic tradition. Okay, maybe I'm making too big of a deal of this, but oh, let me let me actually pick up on that. I would I would say let's say with uh, Silichot, the Silichot actually are a little bit easier for uh, for Sephardim because they're, they they use this the the poems of Rabbi Yehuda Levi and, and others that are a little bit easier. The Hebrew is a little bit easier. The uh, Ashkenazic keynote and Slichot are very much uh, influenced by Rebbe Lazar Kalir, which are a little bit more difficult to decipher. Right. And therefore, the, 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 especially let's say the Slichot, if you have any, any Ashkenazi that's attended a Sephardic Slichot, uh, you know, you, you you really can't uh, compare uh, the two. It's a it's a it's a lot easier to appreciate the uh, the Sephardic Slichot than the Ashkenazic Slichot, even though they're they are twice as long. Understood. All right, Rabbi Chaim Jackter is with us now. You 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 go through so many topics from Tzvila to uh, uh, to how we d- deal with the shul, the Beit Knesset in general. Tfilin, Birchas Kohanim, Kriyasa Torah, Brachas, Shabbos, Brit Mila, Yom Tov, Chanukah, Purim, Lagbomer, Pesach, Sukkot, Yom I mean, it's impossible, obviously, for us, you and I at this point, to go through this in- entire work. It is, uh, uh, it is um, uh, over, uh, uh, where am I here, over 450 pages of, uh, you know, analysis of all different aspects of Jewish life, both from a Sephardic and Ashkenazic um, uh, point of view. Uh, I'm assuming that was the goal of the book, right? To present as many situations in Jewish life where you can get uh, two perspectives, one from the Sephardic and one from the Ashkenazic angle. That's right. That's right. And and to uh, to be really prepared and to, uh, to 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 have a sense of of each situation that a person is going to find themselves, that they'll be prepared and they'll understand, they'll be ready for some of the differences. Yeah, boy, oh boy. Uh, I'm going to ask you to help me out here. Can you give me an example? Because I don't know which to choose in order to really highlight a good topic that would, uh, you know, that would that would um, uh, give everyone a good idea of what you've done here. Could you give me one example from the book that would be a good example? Okay, so let's use a uh, a nice example of a holiday that's coming up. So we have Purim that's uh, that's or Purim that's right. uh, that's coming up, and we you know we're familiar with the four sukkim that we we like to uh, to say out loud, and it's an old uh, practice that uh, that all Jews do. But Sfaradim uh, have an additional pasuk that they say out loud. And I remember when I heard it the first time, I was really stunned <laughs> that say out loud, Balailahu Nadadash Nasamela. Wow. That, isn't that great? Yeah. That's I, I, when, I, when I heard it the first time, I was stunned. I said, whoa, that's, what a great minhag, because that, that, that's the turning point. And when I, it doesn't just mean that Achashverosh couldn't sleep. Hashem wasn't sleeping. Nadadash Nasamela. Hashem now is, uh, shifts into intervention mode, helping us. Which is uh, and, and it's just stunning that that's that that's emphasized. And and uh, in all fairness to our Ashkenazic colleagues, many people who read the Megillah do you know something different for that pasuk. They'll be do something different for that passage just to emphasize the drama, to emphasize how in fact this is a turning point. But as you said, the Sephardic community literally says it out loud, recognizing that this is where things change for the Jews. It, it, it's beautiful. I also tell you my first Purim that I was at. Share Ora, and I and and uh, I, I I became so excited when uh, in the morning when we read the when we read the Megillah we did not say Shachiano. This is the Rambam. I became so excited. I it literally chills went down my spine because I'd been learning and at TABC I was teaching uh, so many times the Machlokas Shintos and the Rambam the Lundus behind the understanding the the, the the philosophy behind the Tosus that say you do make a Brachal Ashkenazic uh, tradition you make a Shachiano again. Um, 
Purim in the morning, and the, and the Ramamut says no, and the Machaber and the Ramah. And as I, I knew this was the start of Ashkenazi tradition. I knew, we, we all, you know, we, anyone who went to Yeshua learn, learns this. But when you actually see it, Shivers went down my spine. I said, Whoa! This is this is the Rambam, the Machaber, the Maran. You know, it, it, it's not a museum piece. It's it's not. It, it's something that's alive. It's it, it just, it just unbelievable to see that which you just learn about in yesh, in yeshiva. It, it just it, it comes alive. It, 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 I was just I was just stunned by that. By, I was utterly stunned by that. By the way, are are there a lot of? Uh, I mean, I, I guess we could say there are in the Ashkenazic background, but. In the Sephardic background, are there a lot of different uh, options, meaning that, you know, we use the term Sephardic in a, in a very general sense, especially those of us who are outside of the Sephardic community, but are there a lot of differences within the Sephardic community? Some from certain countries will, in fact, you know, have a minig, and those from other countries will have a different minig? Yeah, that's uh, that's an important point, Nachum. You really you really bring up a very very important point. The Ashkenazim, uh, certainly at this point, there are pretty much uh, very few differences between the Ashkenazim groups. There really doesn't make so much of a difference if you're from Poland or from Hungary or from Russia. Yeah, we know the German Jews have a little bit uh, different. The waiting the three hours, waiting the six hours. Well, one second. You- this Shabbos, this Shabbos is a good example. Some Ashkenaz- <laughs> some Ashkenazim will say Yotzros, others will not. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but 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 pretty much, I would right. say ninety nine percent amongst Ashkenazim, it, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty uniform. Right. However, however, amongst Sephardim, it's really dramatic, and it's not surprising when you think about it. Poland and Hungary are really not that far apart. However, when you think about Morocco and you think Iran and Persia, you're talking about thousands of miles. Right. That's uh, that's that's quite a uh, that's quite a difference. Uh, so uh, we we try to also enhance understanding of the different subgroups within the Sfaradim to understand with with Moroccan uh, where they come from, Yemenites. Uh, to, uh, to to try to understand where where they're about, and then people on the border, uh, let's say Algerian Jews. Well, where do they fit in? Do they fit in? Are they more like the the general practices of, uh, of Eretz Israel, the land of Israel, and its neighboring countries? Are they more like Morocco? So they're sort of like border uh, border countries, border practices. It's just unending fascination. I will tell you how something, Nachum. I, I will tell you. Twenty years I'm the rabbi at Sharei Ra. Every single time that I walk in there, every single time I walk in there, uh, I, I learn something new. <laughs> I learn something new. I can it's imagine. unbelievable because we have so many different groups there, so many different groups of Sfaradim. There's something to learn every single time that, that, that you're there. Is the, unbelievable. Is the, um, is the soft matzah a good example? Some Sfaradim will use soft matzah. Others will use matzah much more similar to the Ashkenazim. I think that's pretty well accepted throughout the, the Sephardic world to use the uh, the, the soft uh, the soft matzah. Really? Uh, the Yemenites have uh, Yemenite Jews, and that's uh, Yemenite Jews. That's, that's that's a rich, rich, rich area. We try to spend a lot of time about that. That is so fascinating. You can, meet, you can visit a Yemenite congregation. Not too many in this country, right. but it's so 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 amazing, so attractive to uh, to understand what that's all about and understand their tradition. Uh, Yemenite love the soft matzah very, very much, but uh, it's it, it's something that's uh, amongst Sfaradim, it's, uh, it's it's well accepted. But what's an interesting debate is amongst the currently in the, in the Ashkenazi community, well, is it acceptable to Ashkenazim to, to use the uh, Sephardic uh, soft matzah if it's made in a way that's truly done properly, that it shouldn't have to worry about uh, chametz. Can a uh, with, with kidney oat in mind, which is one of our favorite topics, can Sephardic Jews host Ashkenazim on Pesach? 
Uh, so that's always a big issue, and that's uh, that's uh, that, that's a challenge. And they're uh, they're different opinions, and we try to present the different opinions. And it's beautiful to see how Ravaggio says in his and it's sucking. He really tries to make make him work out as much as he can, and to of course a limit uh, that uh, Ashkenazim can ho- can host Sfaradim, even though Sfaradim are stricter, let's say with 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 glad kosher uh, and uh, with, with the standards of halak. And it, and he also uh, makes sure that Ashkenazim should be able to be able to be comfortable starting and regarding uh, regarding kitten yot. So it's beautiful to see that we're Amechad. We really want people. And uh, but there's there's a there's there are a lot of different opinions, and we really we try to be fair and to present a full range of opinions. Uh, whose minig is it to say Hallel in shul on the first night of Pesach? Is that a Sephardic or Ashkenazic one? Oh, that's a nice one. That's that's really a nice one. That started out Spartic. Uh, however, it uh, slowly uh, is, is becoming imported into many Ashkenazic congregations between Hasidim, and Hasidim have a lot in common with Svaradim, the love and the embrace of Kabbalah to to a certain extent within within our practices, the Vilna Gon and those who are following the Vilna Gon's practices. So that has a huge impact in Israel. You have uh, Ashkenazic Jews who are following Rav Soloveitchik or Talmidim of Rav Soloveitchik. Uh, so many of the rabbis in America are uh, Talmidim or Talmidim Talmidim students of students of uh, of Rabbi Soloveitchik or students, and therefore their impact. Rabbi Soloveitchik would follow very often the Vilna Gaon's practices. So it's just very interesting to see how uh, sometimes there's uh, there's flexibility and there's change, slight change over time in our practices. Do Sephardim eat in the Sukkah Shmini Absolutely, they do. Absolutely. They do. Interesting. Absolutely do. Absolutely do. So that minig of not eating in the Sukkot Shemini is literally just a Hasidic background minig. It's not... Uh... And that, that's Hasidic. You know, I remember I, my first Shemini Atzeret that I was at, at our shul, I was, I was shocked. I, I said, we are the Hakafos. You know, right. Hasidim are so uh, into the Hakafos right. on the night of Shemini Atzeret. Right. I, I was shocked. I was, I was expecting they were going to be Hakafos at Sfaradim uh, as well on Shemini Atzeret. But that's also one of the differences between Hasidim and, and Sfaradim. Uh, they're not always the same. Uh, Kagavna, the, from the Zohar, that, Has, that Hasidim say, no such Sfarad has on Friday night. You would think that Sephardic Jews do that. No, they say, Bamed Manlikim. Very interesting. Very, very. Interesting. very interesting. And there's I mean, there's so much here. I mean, everybody, you got to get the book. There's, we're just, you know, it's a tip of the iceberg, and obviously there's so many topics. Um, but on the mezuzah thing, I never even considered if you have a, if you have roommates who are uh, one Svartic and one Ashkenazic, the, that mezuzah is only going to appeal to one one of their customs, right? Well, it depends which Sephardic it is. The Moroccan Jews are similar to the Ashkenazim and keep it and keep it on a slant. You always have to be aware who's uh, f- from the different groups what right. Sephardim what they do. I know at TABC we have a Sephardic uh, minyan, and and I and I and I help out very often. We have another uh, Sephardic rabbi at TABC as well, uh, Rabbi Kasus, and uh, so be- between the two of us over the years we've been uh, we've been helping out. So when it comes to Rosh Chodesh, and should, should we say Hallel with the bracha? Do we not say Hallel with the bracha? So now I go around the room and I know, well, this student is Yemenite. This student is is, is from uh, his ancestors, his grandparents are from Tunisia. This one is this one's Moroccan. This one's Syrian. This one's Lebanese. 
You're breaking <laughs> right, each one individually. You're, you're breaking say, what you do is what you do is what you do. That's specialized uh, specialized instruction for each CABC starting student. You're breaking That's up, Rabbi Jack. You're breaking up. We need you to <laughs> we need you to get better service there. Are you there? Oh yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're breaking up, unfortunately. Um, the uh, and and on the Log Bomer issue, the, the Sephardic community will not take a haircut on Log Bomer itself, right? Sephardim will will do uh, Log Bomer. They'll wait right. one more day. Ah, there's so much. One more day. Rabbi Jackter does uh, does touch on Yom Atzmaut. He does touch on uh, so many different minhagim that are. Uh, uh, that are a part of the Ashkenazic slash Sephardic community and its differences. Uh, Shabbos, Yom Tov, Brismila, and so, Brachot, and so many more uh, that we haven't even touched on yet this morning. It is a Magid OU Press release. It's called Bridging Traditions, Demystifying Differences Between Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews, Rabbi Chaim Jachter. And uh, we are highly recommending it. I assume, uh, Rabbi Jachter, that... Uh, uh, this is available everywhere, certainly the Koren website, and if anybody just searches Bridging Traditions, they'll be able to find it, right? Sure, I'm sure, and the OU Press as well. Right, OU has that OU Press, and it is quite an amazing work. Uh, you've, uh, you know, you, you wrote the mystifying differences between Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews. I was wondering when they became mystified. When, <laughs> when, when did we conclude that our differences between our brothers in our worldwide community are, in fact, mystifying? <laughs> I like that, because a lot of Sometimes you know I, I, I'm consulted by parents whose whose uh, daughter, their son, is going to marry, or their their nephew, their niece, are marrying a Sephardic Jew, and they're going to be going to a Sephardic shul. They're going to be hosting their 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 in-law child, and they're at a loss. They're 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 yeah, they don't, they're, they're, it's like a, it's a mystery. Wow, how are we going how are we going to handle this? And then I give them the book, and then oh, now we know how to handle situations. We know what food to serve. We know we know what to expect at the tefillah, at the davening, and uh, it's just to empower people. They should, don't, don't worry about it. It's 95% of the same. Just uh, there, there are differences. Be aware and, and embrace it. It's one, one, one tip I will give sure. uh, to uh, to, to your listeners is that if they uh, go to a Sephardic congregation, the Ashkenazi go to a Sephardic congregation, a Sephardi that goes to an Ashkenazi congregation, use a local sitter. Use right. a local sitter. If you're going to use... Uh, let's say you're an Ashkenazi, go to a Sephardic congregation, and you use an Ashkenazic sidur, uh, that's kind of like trying to find your way in Manhattan with a map of Chicago. <laughs> so, uh, Understood. Has your family taken on any specific Sephardic dish that you've fallen in love with? Oh, that... <laughs> yeah, we like a lot of the Sephardic dishes. Yeah, that, that's for sure. Yeah, that, that Sephardic dishes are uh, amazing. Bridging Traditions, Demystifying Differences Between Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews. It's brand new from Magid. It's brand new from OU Press. It's Rabbi Chaim Jackter. A pleasure uh, to speak to you this morning. Congratulations, Mazal Tov, on, and Mabruk. Mabruk and Mazal Tov on the book. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you, Nachum. And also, shout out to your, to all your boys. You have great, great students at TABC, your boys. They are fantastic. Much appreciated. A big shout out to everybody at TABC, and I thank you. For that. So we had a couple of recommendations. With what song should we wrap up a Sephardic Ashkenazic con- uh, conversation? We figured we'd go with this one at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. It's eighth day, of course, with the Alili. I want to thank all the listeners who recommend the different songs for the Sephardic Ashkenazic Conversation. That is, that is without a doubt, one of the uh, good recommendations. I want to thank you very, very much for that. J.M. the A.M. Wednesday with, uh, let's see, what are we on? February 23rd, 22nd of Adar 1. Um, we are um, just clarifying again. We are clarifying again the... Um, Information regarding the uh, Jewish Music Hall of Fame show for this coming Sunday. Um, Aaron says, can't believe you didn't do Baruch Kel Elyon. Oh, meaning that that was the other one, right. We were debating between Yalili and Shvashkinaz, right. <laughs> so I think, that's what, I think that's what he means by that. Uh, listener Mensch says, I also enjoyed your previous save for reason to believe with lots of gusto. I just ordered the new one from Amazon. Nice. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, 
so uh, for the for the uh, event this coming Sunday night, for the event this coming Sunday night, um, the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show. Here's the clarification: you need a vaccine card that shows at least two vaccines, or or a negative PCR from the previous seventy-two hours. And if you have neither, then they will have rapid um, uh, testing uh, taking place for free if you have insurance on the spot at the event on Sunday. That's the message from Makar. That's the message from the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show. So again, vaccine card or negative PCR or uh, there on the spot, uh, absolutely for free if you have insurance, you could take a rapid test. That is the update. Information, of course, makarconcert.org, M-A-K-O-R concert.org you could also uh, excuse me you could also call the number at 347-304-0180 347-304-0180 for information all right so that is that wednesday morning jam in the am more coming up
There it is, J.M. in the A.M. with Rachem, done by um, R.J. too. Uri Davidi's Rifa Enu, you heard Micha Gamerman and Yehiyeh Beseder. And Yalili, we talked about it, the eighth day selection that uh, we chose. <laughs> Not everybody was happy that we chose that one. They felt there might be better ones uh, for the Sephardic Ashkenazic conversation. Uh, J.M. in the A.M. at a quarter before the hour. Again, I just want to reiterate because I want it to be clear to everybody, the uh, information regarding the Makor event, the Jewish Music Hall of Fame show for Sunday night, um, it's much easier than we thought. You either need a vaccine card with two vaccines on it. Booster's not an issue. Vaccine card with two vaccines, or or negative PCR within 72 hours, or on the spot they'll be doing rapid tests, and if you have insurance, it'll be absolutely free. And uh, and that's it. And obviously, you just wait there for the results, and you're able to to walk in. So it's an or or situation. It's the uh, two vaccine uh, two vaccine card, right? Card that reflects you had two vaccines, or the negative PCR, or the um, uh, rapid on the spot again, which will be free if you um, if you have your insurance. So that's the story, so keep that all in mind for Sunday night. Makor uh, event uh, information, makorconcert.org, M-A-K-O-R, concert.org. Or you can dial 347-304-0180, 347-304-0180. And there is a, um, and well, that's it. And, yeah, there's bus service from Brooklyn. There's bus service from Brooklyn with that phone number. You can get information about that as well. All right, so that's the story. Regarding Sunday night, congratulations to the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, the Maccabees. They won round one of the Skyline Conference playoffs. And because of a an unexpected turn of events last night in the conference, they are hosting another game, the second round game, tomorrow night, Thursday night. So that's for those who want to see the Macs before the season ends, here's your last chance. Uh, li- likely the last chance. Likely the last chance. I don't even know if it's possible for, to be home on Sunday for the championship. It might be. I have no idea. Uh, so the Macs are going to be uh, uh, in um, Washington Heights, Max Stern Athletic Center tomorrow night. And uh, that's game two of the Skyline, round two of the Skyline Conference uh, playoffs. And again, an opportunity to go see them if you haven't been able to see them uh, at home all season. Oh, or even if you did see them at home all season, an opportunity to see them. Yeah, why not? This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abels and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Here's Mordechai Shapiro.
my friend, come listen. There was something I was missing. I thought happiness was just too hard to find. It just depended on how I was feeling. But now I've been revealing that it's possible to change my state of mind. To change my state of mind. Change my state of mind. I didn't know it was possible to change my state of mind. Smile and watch the whole world smile with you. Smile, discover all the gifts it gives to you. Even if you're feeling down, you can turn it all around. Find the joy you lose the frown. Yeah, smile. Surprised me how a small thing does a lot. But doing it on the outside somehow changed things on the inside. And it helped me realize all the good things I've got. All the good things I've got. All the good things I've got. It just helped me realize all the good things I've got. Smile and watch the whole world smile.
There we go. Kinderlach with Anna Bakoach here at JM in the AM. Smile done by Mordechai Shapiro. It's Wednesday, JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. Ready to wrap things up here on a Wednesday morning broadcast. And um, we've been talking about Hall of Famers. We're talking about some of the people that we are, that we've been informed about that will be part of the event on Sunday night. This is one of them. Avremo, you're listening to JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Wednesday for us here at JM in the AM. Avrami's live lunch starts at 11 o'clock. Make sure to join him at 11 o'clock Eastern time for a great live lunch. And tomorrow morning we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. Information about the Makor event for Sunday night, makorconcert.org, makorconcert.org. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.